Failures and Fakes contains explicit language and content that is not suitable for children. Go clean your fucking room. Welcome to some number of episode of Failures and Fakes. I'm your host and taco boy, Cooper Nichols, joined by Kyle Schultz. Hello, y'all. TJ Nichols. Third time's a charm. And Parker Schultz. Spagooter! <laughs> Spagooter. Take all of them. <laughs> See, that's a really good intro bit because there's so much to build off of there. There's so like, much. I can say so many funny things. Like About Spagooter. I could say GURPS. So what was... You, you had mentioned something on the... Uh, the first unofficial official podcast with you and Coops about someone saying something about f- me fry screaming in saloon. Oh, really? And I was I like, I don't remember reading that. What the fuck is wrong with you? Have you heard of fry scream? But it's just really quiet, right? Yeah, it's like. <laughs> yeah, that's not what that sounds like. <laughs> Sounds like you're fucked up Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, it's a squirrel. It's like squirrel. I was gonna say, there's any squirtle. There's any sexual reference in Pokemon? It's Squirtle. Do you guys want a listener question? I would love a listener question. Uh, JT asks, how did you guys get discovered by Solid State, which is the record label you guys signed to in whenever, 2012, right? Really? 2013, technically. I didn't know that. We were signed. For our listeners. (laughs) uh, He says, are you guys glad that y'all went with them over going with another label or releasing independently? Well, here's the beginning. We did release it independently. We released Saloon, and it got on Xbox Live and MySpace, and it was there. Xbox Live had a music service? Wasn't it Xbox? I honestly don't know. I'm the wrong was, guy to ask. There was some video know. game something, and it was on there. Oh. And it was on MySpace, because we had a distributor, like an online thing. Same same thing we used, like, our, our EPs are everywhere. That's the same thing yeah. we used for that. So yeah. then Solid State contacted us because they saw us on IndieVision. This is a really fun story. And <laughs> we got an email from Adam at Tooth and Nail and Solid State. And he said, I want to meet you guys. And he flew down from all the way from Seattle to Idaho. For the second part of the question, were we happy with signing to Solid State? Yeah. We weren't looking for a label. Like we were just going to put the record out. Yeah, we honestly itself. thought we would just stay independent. I remember having that conversation yeah. a lot. Because we, we, I think we had contacted some people and nothing, nobody ever got back to us. So we're just like, we're going to put the record out. It's done. So I don't know. We didn't have any other offers. Solid State was the only one that was asking. And then we actually <laughs> we got like an email from Sumerian. Sumerian Two Records. Two weeks after we signed a yeah. Solid State. You guys got an offer from Sumerian? And yeah. I think, well, we just got contacted. Yeah. I think things would have been much different. If we would have ended up signing with them. How? 
Oh, you probably would have been bigger. You you want the real tea? I want the I want the real the real tea. The tea you want the tea. Truth is that truth? You never heard that. Give expression? me the tea. You never tea. heard like you know, spill the tea. <laughs> you ever seen that vine or is it a vine? I feel old it's, now. You've never heard that before? No. Oh, thanks a oh. lot, millennials. Um, I don't even know what you're talking about. So, well, so no, I know. When, no. Oh, that's right, because I don't know anything. <laughs> when Adam came to Rathdrum and we talked, I like asked about like, are we allowed to swear on records? Like, we tried to really present ourselves as really good Christian boys, and at the time, like, we were really, I mean, for me at least, I was would still consider myself like a full Christian and everything. So I was kind of serious about it and like how how are we going to be represented on the label like what are you guys okay with what aren't you okay with kind of going with those questions <clears throat> and he was he was really like uh whatever like we're not like you don't have to all be Christians to be signed to this label he was really chill about it but they were the only people that were offering anything so we're like okay and it was a label that i wanted to go with anyways it was just a coincidence that they had asked us yeah i really think it there was probably a couple labels there was definitely more than a couple labels we would have been like no thanks Mm -hmm. but like just the what would you call it the repertoire the the what do you call it the roster roster thank you the roster they had and all the bands that we had liked on that roster were were you know made us want to be assigned to them definitely it was definitely that little did we know None of those bands were relevant anymore, and they didn't have most of the bands that we were excited about. Yeah, yeah. it was it was it, it felt burnt out. Mm-hmm. It felt burnt out when we started, and but we were just so excited that it didn't matter. Yeah. We were like, we'll sign anything. Like, let's just be part of the Solid State family. Like, we were just really stoked. But um, I think when after we put out Saloon, we had started talking to our manager about signing to a different label. We didn't have any offers, but we were asking about fearless records, especially like if that would be an option for when we were putting out handmade. I don't know if you or Parker were part of those conversations. Maybe Probably a little bit, not. but I didn't really care. I yeah. didn't care either. They would have to offer, they would have to <laughs> offer us something. Well, solid state something. Yeah, that'd be an interesting to buy us out of our contract. Yeah, be very interesting. Because we we were happy initially, and then we realized the amount that Solid State was actually doing. Man, I feel like I'm editing myself so much. You are. <laughs> Do you want me to just be real? Yeah, they like, the point. They yeah they they're they, kind of lazy. Yeah, I mean we all the three of us didn't really have one-on-one contact with Adam because he had said it's easier to have a point guy just to make things easier. And we're not like all asking him questions all the time. So that was Dawson's deal was talking to Adam, but they didn't really do much. Like we got 10 grand for them to buy saloon. I thought it was five. Oh, was it five? Fairly sure it was five. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, they didn't, Give us any money for CoverGirl, the music video. They gave us some money for some music videos, probably a, a cumulative amount of maybe four or five grand. Like total over. Yeah, the over whole time all the, we what, the six or seven music videos we released. They didn't ever supply tour support. We had to pay for our own albums when we would. 
get CDs, we would actually have to pay them for them. Yeah, and they were like five, five twenty-five, I think, a CD. So what's the fucking point? Like, why, why? So they, what they actually did, from like my perspective, is they got the CoverGirl music video on the map. So like the initial push of the ongoing concept, that was them. But the rest of it was nothing. Like they supplied us with a publisher for the second record. They didn't supply us with a like any sort of publicist for Saloon. So like the interviews that we would get were all from Corey, our manager, which we didn't have till Saloon was coming out. Yeah, I think wasn't it before? Wasn't it before Saloon? No, it was after. Because I remember Corey saying, I would have probably done a lot for you guys in the signing process if I would have been there during yeah. that. So it was after we were signed. I don't know if it was before Saloon came out or not, but it was it was after we had sealed the deal. I don't know if the band would have gotten to where it was without Solid State. I would say no. But Solid State did not feel like we were a priority to Yeah. Them. Like we... we we, I think like we grew a lot on our own and solid state was just like, it was just like a jump. We just jumped from like local band to not local band. And then there was like no growth at all beyond that. Yeah. And then it got stagnant. Cause like yeah. when we put out handmade, it didn't sell as much as saloon did because CoverGirl was like a big thing. And then after that, people stopped paying attention as much. So when we got the numbers back for Handmade, and we were also lying about how many records we sold. So when we would chart on, it wasn't Billboard Top 100, but like the alternative charts and the Christian charts and all of that stuff, those are all like fabricated numbers because we would lie about how many records that we would sell every night on tour. Yeah, but I don't think, I mean, maybe, maybe, it, was, maybe it was enough, but just lying on the, ne- re- the numbers you sell on tour probably isn't enough to really change a whole lot. You know what it I mean? It did make a difference though, because saloon sold like, I don't know how much the first week wasn't great, but then over time we had sold quite a bit. So you would think that handmade would have been like double, but it was about the same. And those were with fabricated numbers. Cause we didn't lie for the saloon record. Cause we had guilty moral consciences about it. But for Handmade, we're like, fuck it. Like, let's just sell. Like, let's just pretend like we sold these records so we can get noticed so we can get on bigger tours. And it did help that we had a second record. Like, we got the Hawthorne Heights tour. Yeah. We got the Norma Jean tour based on those numbers. I think Hawthorne Heights was before Handmade, but... Oh, was it? I think so. Yeah, Yeah. I think it was. So maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. It's just... After about a year on Solid State, I was like, oh, they don't do anything. They're just a name that is slapped on our music videos and on our albums. Yeah. But besides like you, that. There's a picture of you guys on their website, and there's not really a lot. Yeah. And they didn't update it. They never no. updated it. Like, Adam set up a photo shoot for Saloon, and we did it in a library. Like, oh, yeah. But I don't remember ever having them have anything to do with what we were doing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that could also be the fact that we weren't point of contact either, but if there was stuff going on, we didn't see it. So it couldn't have been much, you know, if, if, yeah. It's interesting to think about though, if we would have ended up signing with Sumerian, what would have happened? What that would have been like. Yeah. That would have been interesting. 
I think that would have been a better outlet for us. What what if are you thinking? I think it it just would have been better all around. Most of their bands are pretty big. Would you think that we would have stayed in the band longer? Maybe. I don't know. That wasn't really like a contributing factor for me quitting, though, was like the size of the band. I mean, it kind of was, but it wasn't like a big issue for me. Because no, we were but, like but, doing like decent yeah, but that's, shows. That's one half of the argument. So, no, you didn't really care that the band was small for why you're quitting. But if the band would have been bigger, then maybe you wouldn't have been. As and if in, you were instead, if we were all making money. Quit. Yeah. <laughs> that would have changed would we, things. Would we too. have been making money? I Probably don't know. not. Like, I don't think regardless of how big we were, I don't think we would have been making money. I think we would have been spending all the money that we were making just like we were. Yeah. Because like we said before in the other podcast, like Silent Planet was making money and they were about the same size. So I think we were just spending all of the money that we could have been making. Yeah, that's that. Even though we had a not so fun experience. I liked Adam. Yeah. I liked hanging out with Adam. He's like, cool. I feel like all the people there had really good intentions, but it was like they didn't know what to do. Yeah. And maybe 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 I'm egotistical to say, but I feel like if they would have put some thought and energy into what they could do for our band, maybe we could be very large and made them money, you know? Like I feel like yeah. they were just like we need bands to like fill our roster. So let's just throw some bands on there. And it's like, we can't make but, them but, money if but, they're not doing yeah, anything to help thing. us like, make them. That's, money. I, yeah. It was very non entrepreneurial. That's a word. Cause you would think that they would be like, okay, there's this new band. We need to push the fuck out of this new band. Yeah. But I, feel I, like just had so that I mean, forevermore got a shitty deal with them. Like their singer quit before their record came out. When they had signed, like they had all signed their singer quit or their screamer quit. And then they had to get a new screamer. And then all the fans that were fans of them were like, "Uh, you have this new guy. Like, I don't know if like, I just can't imagine having the experience that they had. Do you think? And they had all literally quit college to sign to solid state. Oh my God. And I remember them telling us that and we were like, oh no, what did you do? Go back. Like you all had careers and. Do you guys think that it was just like a case of mismanagement? Like it's just poorly managed company? I don't know. No, no management? I don't know. It felt like they were just kind of like, let's see if this sticks. Yeah, like, it just sounds so let's like Let's post this on goosey. Facebook and felt see if people really disorganized. Like this. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, if looking back on it now, I think, I think to make us successful, they would have really had to interject on our writing process. Like really interject on, yeah. and, and I don't know how you do that and and like and deal especially with Dawson because Dawson was so protective. Adam did with handmade when we would send him like the demos or like the semi close final versions of the songs. He would he would say like it feels like the melodies aren't fully developed. Feels like these songs aren't fully there yet. Like, but that's so like removed. Like, yeah. get someone there and be like. You know, we, Get but, we, we need, we but need, s- they liked it because we did everything ourselves. Like that was their, like, so they didn't have oh to yeah, do we anything? don't have to pay a producer. Yeah. We don't have to like 
throw a lot of money at this band because they're going to do the majority of these things themselves. Dawson's going to produce this record all by himself. So I think that was some like one of the things that really enticed them to like us. That's as a so band. shitty. Yeah, we needed it though. Like absolutely, we, we, we were kids. Yeah, we needed we needed some direction, and I don't know how. Like that's that's what I think a good professional is for. It's like you take you take because we had we had more uh, audacity and audacity. Oh, audacity! What's the word the I'm looking audacity? for? <laughs> Perseverance, maybe. I don't, that's not the word I'm looking for. No, you for, guys had a no, lot of odometer. We just had a, like a lot of like. <laughs> We just had like big dick energy, you know? Oh, yeah. We were just like, oh, yeah, we've got this. Like, yeah. We, yeah. we yeah. know what we're doing. Yeah. And I think the. It's oh, a man. funny phrase. It's so funny because that's like that's like what we marketed ourselves as. And it's also so it's, it's what made us like relevant in a way. And it's what it was, killed us because yeah. we, we, we didn't have it all. Because you know? we were dying inside ourselves. Well, I don't think TOC had legs. I don't think that level of showmanship was like a realistic and sustainable business model for a band. No, because we, it, re- it relies on people seeing you at shows to be like, wow, just, this is the we best We were part. so burnt out before yeah. we even started writing the second record. Yeah. Like we were so exhausted from touring, like going from playing week long tours and then within a few months going on full tours and then trying to write a record in between and like we just killed ourselves. Yeah. Like yeah. making handmade. I never even thought about it that way. A huge, huge like, oh, well, we can do this. Like we've got this. We had our big dick energy and we were just like, yeah, fuck yeah, we can do this. <laughs> we can build instruments and write a record within a few months. And then like we had, I remember we had a, a date that we needed the record finished by and we kept pushing it. Like over and over again because we're like, oh, we haven't finished this record yet. Like we haven't finished the songs, and we weren't one of those bands that would write like twenty songs and get it down to ten songs. We would just write and then put those songs out. Yeah, we did not have a backup. We yeah never. And all the video stuff that Dawson had to edit together in between writing the songs, like he was killing himself just putting that record out well and you guys were were you guys all working when you were writing handmade yeah like with actual people yeah. jobs dawson, dawson was not working but he i was didn't working. write handmade but you were in school and you were working right yeah. you were in high school okay it doesn't matter he's in high like not not saying that as a like a like Parker, you're if fucking you useless. Think, Kyle, you I spent that, hours on my homework every night. I know, night. but like, you're, <laughs> you're, you're in high school. It's like, let him be a damn kid, you know? Yeah. I can't believe... Oh, I can't and believe I he put did. you through that. And I know, I know in, in some ways you're glad that you did get to do that stuff, but holy shit, that was dickhole of us to do. I avoided it as much as I could. We Maybe that's ass, why Parker has so much asses. dad energy. Yeah. We really were. I can't believe we, I will we say forced I, you into I, it pretty sure I, I know for sure i matured way faster than all the people in my grade because i went no. on tour and you walked down the hall screaming like a bird okay yeah, but- <laughs> i did do that but as far as like maybe his attitude no, like real life real yeah. life shit yeah yeah for sure when it like comes I to figure your- things out yeah. sooner than i don't know 
you had your shit together. And that was going on, yeah, tour, hanging out really. with like people that are significantly older from that a sixteen-year-old. Like you were hanging well, out I with like hanging twenty-five people, and thirty-year-olds. I started hanging out with people older than me when I was twelve. Because I hung out with Kyle and his friends all the time. Yeah, because I had the cool friends. But yeah, Parker, what did you? Because I remember driving Adam back to the airport after he was here for like maybe an hour. Like he was hardly there. And like your mom was in the van. I think mm-hmm. Dawson was driving and your mom was like really like asking him questions like, what does this mean for my son? Cause you were so young. Like what did you actually think? Cause we've talked about it, but I don't think I paid attention at really at all when he was there. Yeah, that was Parker. But was what just was like, going through your head? Like, did you? It was like whatever. Nothing. You have to understand. Parker doesn't <laughs> let anything go through his head unless he wants let it to. Let him talk. Yes. Let no, him it's, talk. That is, he's right. He's just I'm like, selective. Parker's just, he's selectively dumb, okay? But, no, no, no. Maybe you weren't paying <laughs> they, it, they know. Maybe you weren't paying attention yeah. to what the conversation <laughs> was, but what did you feel? I was like, cool. I don't know. We get to tour. From an, <laughs> from an outsider's like, perspective, it was maybe I'll make money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but dude. I remember you being really hesitant, though, because we had conversations. Yeah, I guess I was. It was like, yeah, I don't do know. I want to do this? Yeah, yeah. So it was a little torn, I guess. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, like I just. How else do you do that? I, I kind of felt like I had to. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like. Wh- if it was going to succeed, Parker had to be a part of it. No question. Yeah. Parker was was an essential key, regardless of whether or not he put effort into, like, the aspects maybe he should have. But just the fact that he is the greatest drummer in the world, mm-hmm. you cannot <laughs> replace that. I'm sorry. Like, there is I'm no glad drummer. It's sticking. Yeah. There I, is no drummer that I real. can think of that has just. I mean, the fact that we're I mean, being brothers helps too. I guess maybe just the fact that we had the chemistry, but. There's, there was no other way it would have happened, but we should not have done that. We should not have made you do that at no, that I age. I think it was good you did. Well, I'm glad you do, but I, I still think <laughs> I still think it should have been like mom and dad should be like, well, no, because then I would have been very resentful. But in small part of me says mom and dad should have said, hell no, you're not letting you do that. Okay, but you have to think about the Dawson of it all. Well, right? I know Dawson was extremely, like, extremely. You told me, I remember you telling me you're going to say, you said you're going to wish you would have done this if you don't do it. Yes. And I think that and is true too. And I think that would, have been, that would have been true. Yeah, that's true. I know true. things would have ended up differently probably as far as you and TJ. I don't know. That's interesting to think about too. Would you still be doing it if I never would have done it? Who would we have found though? I just I I there's what no even happened repl- at all. I I don't think it would have. Like mm-hmm. I don't think there is any replacement of you. Like every time we would bring out a tour drummer, regardless of how good they were, it wasn't the same. Like just can't beat me, can you? Like <laughs> maybe maybe you don't have a lot of energy when you play drums, but just your personal <laughs> Your personal vibe, and I can stay on that all day long. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. there's nothing that could replace you, Parker. Like, you, there's just, just something about you. I just love you. No, no, that's not what he wanted you to say. My ass is ice. No. 
<laughs> you just need to go into that. What the, the world. fuck does That's that what mean? To say. It's not even about just the drumming. It's just you as a human being. Like, there's yeah. nothing you that made, can replace Parker. You made tour bearable, honestly. There are so many <laughs> things. So is it the dry made, cynicism? <laughs> yeah, like, it was, you were the comedic relief the entire time, even if you were being a bitch. <laughs> I don't think Kyle and I would have ever become as good of friends as we did if you... I, I mean, we're still not good Kyle. friends. So. I don't think me and Kyle would have become <laughs> friends either. Fucking hate you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you and Kyle's relationship would be completely different if the band experience didn't happen. Oh, that's so sad. It's not sad. I feel like I feel it's not that way. No, I know. Just mm-hmm. thinking about it, but like it Parker is sad, and I, though. we just maybe it doesn't. I think it feels the same for him. But I just like whenever I get to hang out with Parker, I'm just like, yes, yeah. I get to go hang out with Parker. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's, it's like a privilege. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's like I'm meeting someone like it's, it's like I'm meeting the famous guys. The, I, most, I the, think the best drummer in the world. Every time. <laughs> no, I think we're all coming to the same conclusion. What? Parker's not just the, the best drummer in the world. I'm the best person. You're in the, the world. best human. <laughs> you're the greatest human. That's how we you're going to start. Your get next you a day. coffee cup that says greatest human. That's a good idea. <laughs> Number one human being. Damn it. That's a great Christmas gift. It's too late though. It is a little too late. Fine. I'll order it for myself. It's really <laughs> best boss right here. Okay. Michael Scott. I think, um, I think it's really interesting to think about because when me and you like went down in your room together and we had a, like a, a long conversation <laughs> I heard it too. Because Don't worry, I heard it too. But we went dark. We Mom went and dad went home into your room, <laughs> all alone with an underage boy. Um, I think because I remember you. I mean, because you're not very like emotionally open in general as a person, but that was when I realized like you weren't all in like I was. Like I was so stoked to sign to Solid State. And just your face expression, like I could just read you, like but just like eh, whatever. Yeah, you just didn't have the same ideas of what the band was, and I think that was like a huge hindrance for us in general. Is we all had different expectations. It wasn't. It wasn't my vision, so no, I wasn't that excited about it. And that's where I fell off too. Is it stopped being what I wanted it to be? Parker, did you ever have the same convictions? There you go. Your your questions are answered, everybody. <laughs> Every question. That's it. The All show's done. That's that's a good answer to the question everyone keeps asking. Yeah, it really yeah. is. I, I actually don't agree. I think I think well, just literally just playing live. Every time maybe that's the way that you feel too, but I I wish I could still play a show like every every week. Yeah. I still wish I could. It is so Just much that, fun. That feeling of like coming alive. But did you have that feeling when you would get out on stage where oh, you would yeah. just be like, this fun. is it? Like, fuck yes, we're on stage again. Like, hell totally. yeah. Or, especially, fucking hell, I don't have a damn carpet for my drums. <laughs> especially towards the end of tour. Yeah. Because I was good by then. Like, I sucked. <laughs> I sucked at the beginning of tour. I never... Honestly, Parker, oh, like I never the first remember few days. you sucking. I was... I always... <laughs> TJ I does. <laughs> you just remember me blowing? <laughs> I, always, I always remember you just getting pissed and throwing a temper tantrum when your shit would fall away from you. 
But I never remember you sucking. I remember you be like not being able to play because of some other factor. It wasn't because of your ability. It was just like the damn Tom is like moving away as well, I'm hitting I'm it. Kyle okay, but I'm not set. talking about that. And TJ probably knows it too. But like the first week of tour, I was kind of sloppy. But by the end, I figured everything out. I knew exactly. And I had been practicing yeah. every night for a whole month or whatever. And like I was like, wow, I'm good. I know <laughs> yeah. how to play my band songs. <laughs> but that's just tour in general. Like the first week is always, okay, we have to like feel out the other bands. We have to feel out how this tour is going. Like how are the shows being presented? Mm-hmm. The set list is going to be different from this tour than the last few tours that we were <laughs> no. on. That wasn't no. the case for yeah, us. But it was. Like we would always change out. A couple couple songs One. and like mm-hmm. a few different like intermission type deals where i would i would awkwardly talk to the audience yeah man that that beginning was so rough like not of every tour but just as a band like you talking to the oh, crowd man if, if anyone has had rough. the uh, the displeasure of, of listening to me talk to to the crowd i i apologize there are many things that i wish i could take back or just just, just not, just not, just not say anything. Just, just have the awkward silence be there. If it makes you feel, feel better, like, I don't remember any of that. Really? And I, I, I was like, at, like I was every show in the I feel like I was always awkward. There were a few times but where it I was, was funny, but like I would crack up regardless. Like I don't know if anybody in the crowd would, but like every time you would start talking, I would just start like cracking up. Like, what is he gonna say this I time? I never listened. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Parker, <laughs> come! Oh, yeah, because you're always like trying to get to the next song. And, yeah, and the I was laptop, yeah. Shit, shit. Okay, metronome. Yeah. Parker was probably the most responsible during the live shows. Yeah. Like I had to play uh, everything. Tech in the between, drummer has to be. But Parker was. I on had it to all have everything perfect. My drums had to be set up perfect. The laptop had to be set up perfect and working perfectly. Can you remember but a time that? the backing track or something like failed. And I think maybe once or twice, like something happened where it might not even been your fault. Just like the computer went. It was when I tried to use my computer. And it skipped, right? I don't know. You tell me, I don't remember. Parker, I think your level of like being neurotic about particulars (laughs) is like perfect for a drummer, especially on tour. Like that, lays down a basis for everybody else. But that's why so he's that's the like, greatest drummer in the world. That's like, yeah, that's so essential. Well, but it all falls on me. Yeah, a yeah. lot of drummers don't so, care. And I feel like, a, not maybe not a lot, but but that's... If that's, the backing that's what, like, track doesn't like, work, that's everybody's what, screwed. Yeah, well, th- th- but that's what makes like a, a, a local band drummer to like a professional drummer. I'd say you were the most professional musician in the band. Yes. Yes, you, you, absolutely. You took, you took all that stuff very seriously. Regardless of what we did, you were like, I'm going to be on time and I'm going to make sure that the set keeps flowing because and I we know could the cues to when to start a song. Yeah, because we were allowed to fuck up. Like me and you would yeah. like wrestle together or like just do yeah. random shit during the show. But Parker always had to be there, like consistent, on time, every beat, yeah. every measure. <laughs> he just couldn't fuck up. Otherwise, we would get fucked up. But we could fuck up as much as we wanted. Yeah. Especially you. Yeah. Bom, 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 I, didn't have to, I literally didn't have to do anything but look like a maniac. I can think of a single live show where I could actually hear TJ. 
literally. Why did we even bring the bass cab? <laughs> Why did you even Jeez. bring me along? You could just put your bass <laughs> totally different. It could have literally just been a MIDI or just like a pre-recorded <laughs> a, track. Yeah. And no, because then you would be able to hear it. Oh, that's true. We, we can't be that. having that. Some of the shows I would hear myself play. And I would get like uncomfortable. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't Fuck. like hearing what I was doing. Uh, really? What? Like later? <laughs> are you okay? Yeah, I inhaled beer. You drink? <laughs> what? Did you guys what? know you can vape beer now? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure there is a beer flavor. There's Jesus. gotta be. Fuck my. If life. there's an ejaculate flavor, there's bacon. gotta be. What? <laughs> what? I didn't are see. You talking about? <laughs> is there not a cum flavor? <laughs> no. That's oh. it. Why do you think that exists? <laughs> okay, maybe maybe I've, maybe I've been misled. Maybe I've been misled. God. I thought there was. I think one of you guys maybe made a joke about something, and I actually thought it was real. You it know, I do like that. Something that I would say. You know, I do that. <laughs> I thought it was real. I vaped Parker's cum all night. No, <laughs> not a person's, just just flavored just generic cum I remember, flavor. I think Jake said that somebody he watched a video of somebody vaping. Oh no, he sent us a screenshot of a YouTube video where the title was "Me uh, Vaping Cum." <laughs> James S. Baxter for now asks, "How do you balance touring and recording life with healthy romantic and family relationships, and what makes it difficult?" Space. Yeah, I mean. It's a lot of a lot of time and a lot of mileage to be away. I mean, we, should, we should probably say that we had a 15 passenger van mm-hmm. that we Kyle, not we, had converted into bunks for the. We only had one row of bunks, and we had the captain and the passenger. No, we had two rows. There was a captain passenger. Then there was oh, we a, did two bench two. seats, and then there was. I don't know. They were probably just under six feet long bunks in the in the back. And they were cozy. They were. Like, if we weren't sweating, it was cozy to sleep in there. Amen. Yeah. And then I had my own little... Yeah, Kyle slept on the bench seat. Oh, wait, no. I no, slept in the trailer. You slept on the bench seat when we were driving. Kyle slept trailer. in the trailer. Yeah, I had my own little special trailer spot in the rat. trailer. I just have so many memories of you waking up on the bench seat that... I, well, I, after I a while, like, uh, how was everyone doing? We had to get up really early one day, and Kyle was still in the trailer, and I knocked on the door... And Kyle was just like in his underwear and there was like wet all on his underwear. <laughs> I, I probably told you, right? Yeah, I was yeah. like, what the fuck is Kyle doing in there? That's weird. Getting wet like, by himself. Kyle just opens the door and his underwear have just like wet spots well, yeah. all oh, over. Oh, no. I wonder if I was sweating or if I had dropped water. I don't think that was the I, case. No. And it hadn't been long enough to where you would have had a, like a wet dream or anything. It was like, probably sweating. Kyle's it was. It was probably Kyle's sweat because Kyle has the is infamous for his popcorn smell. Oh no, that's that's only after a long time. But the volume is excessive. Of sweat. Of sweat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> popcorn. No, a lot the of butter, popcorn. The butter popcorn balls. Yeah. No, that's a thing. What the? I don't, fuck? I don't know why. But like that, that like kind of burnt a little bit smell of buttered popcorn. That's mm-hmm. I oh yeah, actually there's that, but then it's also like a mix between that and the really dirty dish rag. <laughs> How the fuck did you guys live with that? <laughs> do, do you remember when we were coming back home from Canada after recording probably Saloon? And I was like, holy shit, I smell like and shit. You like opened like. You know how in those 15 passenger vans you have like the little clippy open doors? The windows? Like in, yeah, uh, windows. They just open on the and bottom. And Kyle would like put his ass like on the window and just like <laughs> rip 
ass out of that window. Thank God. And then you like we went into a truck stop and he, like I think it was like a McDonald's and a truck stop and he's like, my balls smell like buttered popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> And that was the first time, and ever since then, it's been a thing. Remember my <laughs> me molding because I would just lay in my bunk all day. You would do that. Parker would have a fan and a a speaker mm-hmm. in your phone or your iPod at the time, and probably an iPod Touch. And yeah. he would have he would put a divider. Uh, put a blanket, uh, yeah, blanket between the bunks and the rest of the van. So it was Dyson dark back there, so I could just sleep. <laughs> Sound like you said Dyson. <laughs> I had a Dyson, so I could vacuum so, while laying down. And we could all just be like, "What is Parker doing back there?" I remember I get so mad too. Parker's like, just molding. Like it was before I was, I was cool. Not yeah, before I was cool. Sure. But I would like be so annoyed that like he just wouldn't do anything. He wouldn't be a part of. Yeah, he was I just feel like sitting, hanging there. out, and sitting up and listening the, to whatever the fuck was going on. Your eyes were faster if you slept. I don't know how you could Mine. sleep so much though. Uh, like that was w- once I get started. <laughs> it's easy to just sleep forever. Just continue the yeah. coma. But Parker molding was an actual thing. Like we would, we would pull down the blanket that he would have as a divider. And like, then I'd hide. What the fuck are you doing back here? <laughs> Eventually, I got tired of it because I was like, "Well, I'm not accomplishing anything." By well, doing and this. it was so, hot. Yeah. So you're supposed to be like doing homework a lot of the time Never back there instead of molding. <laughs> so, do you remember when we went on tour with Forevermore? Yeah. And we went on that train to Chicago. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I think dad called me or something and said you need to do your homework. Like so were they checking up on you doing homeschooling? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean that's kind of their job. Well, I know. Oh. But I'm like trying to give like context. The online teachers would tell them if like I didn't turn stuff in and stuff. So, I mean, they knew. So did you do the majority of your homework? I don't remember doing anything. I remember. In online school. You did. I remember. I didn't do anything. Doing Parker's homework. When we were home and I was on online school, as soon as my parents would leave for work, I would just go back to bed. (laughs) You You just just sleep? Yeah, for a while. And then I'd get up and then I'd not do any of the homework. I mean, this was like (laughs) mid-puberty for you. So like you did just sleep a lot. Yeah. Like we all did going through puberty. Really, I don't remember doing anything in online school. I'm pretty sure I I was failing at everything. Did you not ever learn how to cheat? Oh, that's what I did do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I would type in the questions and then into Google and it would just open like wiki answers. It would have it all there. Oh, like for even math problems, right? Yeah. I remember that. So I just input it in and be like, So we would go out of our way to go to like a McDonald's or a Starbucks or somewhere that had Wi-Fi so Parker could do homework and he would never be doing his homework. (laughs) Like we would all be like, how long are we going to be here? Like Parker, how long is it going to take for you to do your homework? And you're like, on Facebook. Yeah. Or Farmville, man. Farm, were you doing Farmville too? I did for a while. I don't Meanwhile, know. Meanwhile, I'm like, 
Parker, like, we need to get you a good education. Like, we can't fuck this up. Your parents are not going to let you go on tour anymore. And Parker's just like, Farmville. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, fun. (laughs) But I remember that train to Chicago and, like, doing your schoolwork for Mm -hmm. you. Because Cooper and I were homeschooled, and I learned very quickly how to cheat. Because you would just take the test, and then we had our mom's password for the program oh, that nice. we were using. So we just use the password, look at all the answers, retake the test, ace it. And you know what? When we went back to school, I feel like I didn't miss anything. No. Like, I aced Definitely all those tests, 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 tests without learning anything, and then I integrated back into high school socially not very well, but academically, I feel like I tra- made that transition very well. Yeah, I did too. I mean, I was like in, I think third grade or f- I was in fourth grade when we went back. Yeah. So first, second and third grade and a lot of fourth grade was homeschooled, but I don't know. I, I don't well, remember. That's where like, you learn everything you need to know anyway. I don't remember trying though. <laughs> like the only thing I gave a shit about was history. I would have like the whole history curriculum for the semester. I would do that in like a month and then. Do Everything you remember, else like, I would just like wait to do because I could get, build like, Legos and shit books? instead. Oh yeah, me and Jake just downloaded music. I remember listening to like Nickelback on my iPod Classic <laughs> and downloading the the music videos off of Google Video. Yeah, before they owned YouTube. Yep, I remember that because you could download. So like, as cities burn, Oh Sleeper, Under Oath. Like I would download all those videos and just watch those on repeat instead of, you know, learning about nonsense. Well, because with homeschooling or online schooling, there's not a lot of enforcement of. Well, especially at that time, of making too. sure you're doing your shit. Do like, you remember like the textbook textbooks had like clear stickers or like white stickers yeah. over like images where there would be like titties and stuff? Yep. It was like, no, you can't see art. Like, how dare you try to see art from, like, the 17th century? You pretty kid. No, you're not allowed. We're going to put white fucking stickers over this. <laughs> no well, that's way. like when we watched no Romeo joke. and, and oh, Juliet. Yeah. And the They'd hands. Go with the, the green yeah, hands. The yeah. green hands. We try to cover the breastuses. Yeah. And it would just be, like, accenting the yeah, nipples. I know. Because it was a projector, so it wasn't like it was... I feel like the teacher, the teachers knew, like they're just like this is really funny. I'm I think gonna they put were like, just like yeah. hands over the titties. <laughs> oh, Fucking high so school. Funny. Well, in Rathrum at least. So Parker, you did you did online school for how year. much of touring? Was it just one semester? Yeah, because I was like, I can't do this. So I went back to normal school like the last half of the year. For your senior year? No, junior year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then he toured with us that summer. I think he missed a yeah. tour or something that second half of junior, and then he missed at least two tours during senior year. So, yeah. It's probably good that you went back. Oh, yeah. It would have been a disaster. Because you learned so much in those last two years, didn't you? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't learn anything. But... I mean, like, I your job ever... now relies on you knowing how to do, like, yeah. Algebra 2, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. I just, Instead I of just anything, learning, I didn't know learning how, how to use, like, After Effects and stuff, like, yeah, <laughs> taught you so fucking much. Yeah, but I don't know, because you're more forced to do stuff. 
at least for me, it was easier to do stuff in public school, or at least it was easier to cheat. Do you feel like everybody else acquired enough? (laughs) But that's what I, I mean, junior year for me was like cheating off the skinny girls that sat in front of me because I could see because they weren't bigger. Like I could see (laughs) all of their work. So any test I was like, oh, good. I'm sitting in a good spot this year. Yeah. Well, I would just always sit with people that we'd all just give each other a paper. So it was pretty easy. But like for none of us cared. What? But for a test, you'd bomb them, right? Oh, yeah. Every time. But then you had like the did teachers ever, that would like let you redo your tests, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's how I... Did you do well on your finals? Yeah, because like especially senior year, I did mm-hmm. well because they were... I, I did well in quotes <laughs> because they were like, well, I'm just going to pass you. I and mean, that's just what happens. Because they don't like, want I did ju- I did good enough to where I passed. Yeah. Because they didn't want to see me again because... A lot of my teachers didn't like me because <laughs> I didn't do anything. And I would just talk the whole time or sleep. But you're not a talkative person in general. Yes, he in is. School, I was. In school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Because you were like, Definitely. fuck this. Like, I don't. Oh, like, yeah, you're I telling me what to do. So I'm I was like, I'd rather just have fun and make dick jokes all day. Which you, is what you, you still do. You authority really well, don't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime like any sort of like boss or anything is involved, like we're like, no, yeah, mm, not going to happen. Well, and also didn't help that he was had to uh, had to follow Mr. Valedictorian oh, yeah. 4.0 straight A. Yep. So that didn't help at all either. No. I had there. Were, <laughs> yeah, there were high <laughs> expectations for and me. He and did I was not like, beat them. <laughs> He did not meet nor exceed. So, but financially, right now, you're doing really poorly then because you didn't do well in high school, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like Kyle's academia really has paid off in your oh, yeah, construction. So much. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Still in Stay school. Stay in school, kids. That'll do it for us tonight. I have been your host, and I'm not really a taco boy anymore. I ate those tacos a few hours ago. I'm just a, a normal nighttime boy now. Cooper Nichols, your host, dude, man. With Kyle Schultz. That's me, here to start rapping. Want to hear Canadian rap? Didn't think so. TJ Nichols. No one does, no. That's Skid it. I guess I don't get to say where to find the podcast on the inner Leave a review, motherfucker. Send us a question or something. Contact at... Fizzlesandfakes.com Ugh Cause we are the bomb That's not true We kinda suck But really if you could leave us a review That would be great Great Zero stars We will suck your dirty dicks No we will not (laughs) (laughs) We will not